This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia, and we are powered by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform we use to get all the data we need for our show, from who listens to us all the way to where they are. Podmetrics takes care of all of that so we can make better content for you. You can even integrate Podmetrics with Facebook and YouTube so you can get more data from your live streams. So, if you're a podcaster or want to start your podcast, go visit podmetrics.co and sign up for free. Use our code DOGBEHINDHUMAN. How do you balance these things? Will you be able to balance your needs ng iba-ibang aso? Hey guys, you're listening to the Dog Behind the Human podcast with me, your host, Dog Coach Francis. So we're going to be answering questions for tonight. And this is for our podcast, The Dog Behind the Human with me, of course, Dog Coach Francis. And that's our goal for today is to answer those questions. So sisimulan muna natin siguro yun question from the inquiry pages or the email that we get on a regular basis wherein people ask us ano ba yung mga issues or um, how do we move forward ano yung mga programs na available uh, with different dogs okay so yung programs natin actually most of it are customizable pero it's not really one size fits all eh, no? So, each dog is different. Each dog has their own needs. So, we have to adjust. And that's very important. Uh, if you are un- unable to adjust to the needs of the dog, nagkakaroon talaga ng problema. Okay? And yung nga, paulit-ulit kami for the past couple of months. Okay? We have seen a rise of... Aggression cases uh, here in the Philippines. Diba? Actually, even w- our friends from uh, abroad are also reporting that there has been a uh, significant increase of dog behavior issues that na maybe because of the quarantine, maybe because of um, people not going out due to the quarantine. Of course, we don't want to get sick. With the COVID virus or COVID nineteen, um, uh, ano pa ba? And because of the lockdowns that's going on, and even here where we are currently broadcasting in Paranaque, major um, strict pa din, okay? And we are seeing the economy starting to uh, go back, uh, trying to find its feet, pero. Have you noticed parang dogs being walked lately? I think meron ako nakikita dito sa village natin na regular na nilalakad yung mga aso nila. Pero I think that's just one or two, which is still way less than how it used to be before. So, aggression cases talaga. Uh, and then there is also a rise okay, of puppy... Um, ownership or puppy parenting during the past couple of months. Um, it has been observed not just here in the Philippines, pero 
I've been following reports even in the United States and even in the UK. Nagkakaroon talaga ng increase ng mga dogs for, um, well, they just get puppies. And then we are just really hoping na magkaroon sila or the pet parents are responsible enough. And hopefully the puppies that they get are actually coming from um, the reputable breeders. Pero uh, again, nagkaroon ng increase. I'm not really sure about the numbers, pero sinasabi nila, there are more registered dogs now than we had before, which is uncanny kasi uh, if we're going to be relating that information from last year daw, halos nadodoble daw yung mga naghahanap. So there's actually an increase of demand for puppies. Um, actually, I I know ano, a few friends na parang they recently just got a puppy. So, it's crazy. And of course, um, sinis- uh, we always advise na simulan kagad yun training uh, the soonest possible time. Ganun lang yun. Okay? So, gawin mo natin. Uh, we're gonna be going on to our spreadsheet and read. Okay? Ano ba yung mga problems na hinahandle natin dito? Okay? Uh, here. Um, let's looky here. Alright. So, first is... First case. We have a Shih Tzu that is uh, a male Shih Tzu at three years old. And... Meron na siyang nakagat uh, na human. And then, ang comment dito is... Uh, my dog is short-tempered, not sociable, always agitated when other people are around, bites when having his shower, and blow-drying at home. So what do we do? So yung mga ganito munang cases, usually, kaya na medyo um, matatakotin yun aso during the shower and blow-dry, is hindi sila nasanay. We have what we call... Uh, parang handling exercises, okay? We desensitize the dog to the sound of the blower and then we try to make bathing a positive experience. Of course, anong ginagamit natin dyan? We still use treats, okay? Pero meron naman mga dog na hindi naman nila kailangan ng treats. They just have developed a positive association na, well, I'm with my dad, uh, I'm with my mom, and Depending on the dog breed din, no? there are some dogs who just really love water. Uh, ano ba yun? Uh, usually, these are the water uh, dog breeds. Um, Poodle, Labrador, the Golden Retrievers. Yan, mga may hilig yan. Uh, Siberian Huskies. Uh, meron mga ilan. Okay. Uh, so, Shih Tzus, Generally, napaka-ano talaga nila eh. They, they should be, ideally, if you're going to read the literature, they're calm and sanay. Pero in this instance, na male dog, Shih Tzu, tapos um, hindi sanay, nagsisimula yan talaga doon sa, sa breeding muna. Okay? So, paulit-ulit natin sasabihin yan, the breeding of the dog is very important. And I'm not discriminating na breeding na parang Shih Tzu kasi, or German Shepherd kasi, or Golden Retriever kasi, kaya ganyan ang gali. 
what I'm talking about is breeding, meaning, malaki kasi yung role ng breeder. Okay? So, yung role ng breeder uh, to make sure that they produce even-tempered dogs. Okay? At least yung malapit na temper or temperament na malapit doon sa uh, breed na yun. Okay? So, malaking role doon. Pero you, as a pet parent, kahit na sabihin mo, okay, we're not really sure where uh, we got this dog. Okay, naman, uh, you rescued this Shih Tzu. Okay. You can still try to make a positive experience out of it. Um, again, we try, what we usually do is we try to offer treats. Meron ibang handler, okay, na nagbibigay ng treats. Minsan ako yon. Or minsan ibang tao, if I'm the one who's handling the dog and then we are uh, baiting the dog. Meron mga ibang dog naman, gusto nila, meron silang kagat-kagat na favorite toy nila. So anything that would make them feel comfortable during baiting time and uh, blow-dry. Yun doon sa blow-dry, uh, hindi lahat ng mga aso gusto ito. So uh, why? One, because it's just super noisy. Minsan nga ako. Naingayin ako with our blower. Okay? Um, pero ako ang masasuggest ko, if you're going to go with a blower, if you can afford yung professional blower for dogs, yung malakas yung hangin, I would recommend that. Kasi it has changed our, the way we bathe our dogs when we started getting that. Kasi dati parang, oh, I don't need that kasi medyo pricey siya ng konti. We don't need that. Pero we then soon found out na parang uh, it's actually a good investment if you have a dog, especially a dog that you would probably want to be bathed on a regular basis, whether that's a small dog or a big dog. Kasi it just really cuts down the drying time to probably more than half. Okay? So, depende pa kung gano'ng kalakas yung horsepower or wattage ng blower mo. Pero... Sometimes using regular hair dryer for for people or for humans, uh, yung mga regular lang ginagamit natin for our own hair. Minsan, yes, they can get hot, pero uh, the drying time is still pretty long. Mas maganda talaga, you really brush off or you blow uh, the water uh, molecules. Okay? So, ganon. Alright? So, ang gagawin natin, um, well, I hope, yeah. So, I hope na sagot natin yung tanong dito. Okay? So, yeah. Hanap pa tayo ng iba. Hanap pa tayo ng iba. So, yun lang gagawin natin ngayon. No? So, if you're watching or listening to this uh, recording to our podcast, uh, we're just answering questions na pinapadala sa atin. Pati yung mga mga comments na natatanggap natin on our Instagram account. So, meron mga iba dito na babasa ko, pero minsan meron mga iba din naman na ano na natatabunan. So, pero ito, we'll try to read your questions live tonight. And uh, of course, we are also recording this for our podcast. If you have not been following us on our podcast, please do so. You can find us on on Spotify, on uh, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Okay, so ito, isa sa 
mga babasahin natin. Punta naman tayo sa Instagram. Tapos saka tayo lumipad sa mga ibang tanong. So, um, we have a question coming from Seska Marcelli. Ayan. So, sabi niya, Hello po, Sir Francis. Ask ko lang po if makokorek pa rin po ba ang attitude ng isang dog pag super tapang niya with stranger dogs and cats. Alright. So, ang sagot. Ang sagot po, of course. Okay. So, um, maano pa rin yan? Makokorek pa rin po yan? Actually, parang correct ba dapat yung tinatawag natin? Um, yeah, siguro pwede natin tawagin correct. Pero ang ginagawa kasi natin talaga dito, rather than just correcting, we try to ask a dog to change their perception. To, kaya nga yung, yung program na sinusunod natin, ang tawag natin dito is Behavior Adjustment Training Program or Behavior Adjustment Training. Okay? Okay. Ang ano, ang goal natin doon is to find the root cause. Bakit nagiging aggressive yung isang aso? Bakit siya nangangagat? Bakit ang tapang-tapang niya with stranger dogs and cats? Pero you also have to understand na ang pinagmumulan nito is hindi siya sanay. Okay? Hindi siya sanay sa ibang aso kasi lumaki siyang hindi naman siya nakakita ng mga ibang aso. Okay? O baka naman nagkaroon siya ng negative experience baka sinugod siya. Meron ganun, no? Meron ganun kaso na sinasabi, Coach, simula sinugod siya ng isang big dog. Ayaw niya na. Nagagalit na siya tuwing dadaan kami doon sa same road na yon. O kaya makikita niya yung aso na yon, nagagalit na siya. Well, kasi kaya siya nagagalit kasi pinipwersa mong dumaan pa rin siya doon sa same route na dapat mas maganda sana kung iniwasan na lang natin. Kasi nagkakaroon ng negative association. Okay? So, nababago, ang tamang paraan dyan is you, t- you what we call, you do what we call desensitization. Okay. You desensitize. Okay. The dog. Okay. Doon sa um, negative experience na nararanasan niya. Parang takot ka lang sa, ano ba, Um, kunwari, takot ako siguro sa clown. Meron ako mga iba nakilalang kaibigan na takot sila sa clown. Tinatanong ko, bakit sila takot sa clown? Eh, ayaw lang nila. ba? Diba? Parang siguro, nag-freak out sila nung meron sila napulod na nakakatakot na show nung, nung bata sila. So sabi ko, gano'ng kalayo na sa palagay mo, makikita mo yung clown, tapos hindi ka matatakot. Pag nasa kabilang kanto ba, matatakot ka? Sabi niya, hindi. Pero pag syempre, pag lumapit, matatakot talaga ako. Ibig sabihin, kailangan, regular lang yun, parang kung ako yung tao, every time na makikita ko yung clown na sa kabilang kanto, baka ito tolerate ko. Okay? Eventually, hahayaan ko na lang. Kasi alam ko naman lang, nandyan sa palagi, and No harm comes to me. Ang problema kasi, other people practice what we call flooding. Okay? It's a it's a technique na ginagamit sa sa psychology na parang pinipwersa nila. Okay, ah, takot ka pala sa clown ha. O sige, papalibutan kita ng clown. Okay? So eventually, mas lalong natatakot, mas lalong natotroma. 
lalong hindi nawawala yon. So when we are trying to resolve aggression cases, inaalam muna natin saan ba nanggagaling yung trauma na yon and then how do we minimize the impact? Ganun yon. And then depende doon sa aso or depend kahit nga sa tao eh. Depende yan gaano ba kalakas yung trauma. Okay? Ayan. So sana nasagot ko yung tanong mo. Pero going back, sabi nga Yes, nasosol po yan. Alright? So, tignan natin yung mga ibang tanong. So, we have a puggle. Okay. Uh, puggle, mix of beagle and pug at four months. And our puggle is female. Uh, has not bitten anyone. Pero ang problema niya, ito medyo ano, mahaba-haba. Our dog, when she was two months old and got another female puppy, a beagle, after three weeks and another puppy, Jack Russell, after two weeks of getting the beagle. Wow. Ang dami niyang kinuwang mga aso, no? Sabay-sabay. Halos sabay-sabay. We have noticed that she has become territorial, aggressive, not sure which is the best term for the behavior. Because the growls and attempts to bite, even us, especially when she is resting, sleeping in her bed, and the other dogs come near her, or even us when we accidentally move her head. Okay. The two other puppies we have noticed does not want to come near her, nor play with her anymore. Every day, our dog and the beagle... is taken out for morning walks but tends to shy away from people and other dogs too and they meet along the way. However, she is the most malambing too when we are kind of... So we are kind of confused. We do not have an idea as to what kind of intervention she requires but we also intend to enroll the other puppies after their rabies vaccination. Our dog is updated with her vaccines, the worming program, and rabies as well. Okay, so teka, let me just try to comprehend. Try to patch things up. So you have a dog that's two months old. Tapos, you got another puppy, Beagle. And then after three weeks, you got another Jack Russell. Okay. Tapos, napansin yun naging territorial or aggressive. Okay. And then, especially when she's resting, sleeping, and other dogs come near her. Okay. Siguro ang nangyayari dito with your puggle is nagiging, ano siya? Nagiging hmm, resource guardiff. Okay. So, yun yun nangyayari. Your dog has resource guarding. Again, the puggle is uh, four months. Okay? And this is a female. So, magugulat ka. Bakit bigla nagkakaroon ng ganitong klaseng uh, issues with a such a young dog? Okay? Bakit nga ba? Una-una, it could be genetic. Pero, titignan muna natin 
four months. Okay. Um, sa akin, hindi ako masyado magwa-worry kung bata pa yun puppy, pero syempre, if you are probably a first-time dog owner, uh, nakaka-worry ito. Pero ang question ko lang sa ating uh, pet parent, bakit ka naman kumuha ng isang uh, aso tapos saka kakukuha pa ulit ng uh, isa pang beagle tapos saka kukuha ka ulit ng isa pang aso. Kumbaga, in just less than two months, you have three dogs na iba-ibang lahi. Iba-iba yung ugali. And it's really uh, a matter of... Because uh, obviously, a puggle will have its own need. Tapos, a beagle has its own need. And then you have another dog, with this, which is a JRT. So, yung mga gantong kaso, um, parang ano yan eh, parang first-time mom mo. <laughs> okay, tapos biglang nagkaroon ka ng... Ng, well, or, well, I'm not in the position to say, no? Kasi wala pa naman akong anak, no? Pero I could just imagine na parang isang anak pa lang. Okay? Kung tutusin, uh, ano, marami akong kapatid. Okay? So, uh, being one of the elder, sa elder siblings sa family, kailangan mong bantayan yung mga mas nakakabata sa'yo. And you trying to take good care of your sibling na mas bata, Medyo mahirap na yon. What more kung maraming marami kang kapatid na kailangan mong bantayan? Kaya nga siguro, uh, halos, uh, I can just imagine how my mom is having such a difficulty raising us kasi ang dami namin magkakapatid. Diba? So, the same thing. I could probably just relate it to that. I also have the question, do you even have the knowledge to do to care, or even the bandwidth. Let's put it that way. Do you have the bandwidth to take good care of three dogs na sabay-sabay? Okay. Kaya nga yun in advice namin, if you're going to get another dog, make sure that you you spread it out. Parang family planning. Okay? Kasi nga, every time you bring in, bring in a dog to your family, sometimes it's not a gift. It's a lifetime commitment. And It just breaks my heart na parang, yeah, you love your dog as a puppy for the first couple of weeks to a, a couple of months. Pero at six months, that dog is now starting to lose its milk teeth or your puppy, the puppy teeth of the dog. And then um, your dog's going to change their color. Uh, kung smooth yung fur nila, medyo magiging rough na ng kaunti. Nag-iiba na. Yung mga puti na dogs... Tapos nagiging, kunwari, puti yung color ng dog, tapos nag-iiba yung color niya. And here's a tip. Okay, usually makip, mapapansin nyo, yung color ng dog nyo, doon sa tip ng ears nila. Okay, kung Shih Tzu yan, mapapansin mo kung color yan. Kung Golden Retriever yan, and this has happened to us, okay, tingnan nyo yung color ng ear ng Golden Retriever nyo. As they change their fur or their color, magbabago yan eh. Okay? Papansin nyo, it will match their ear. Okay? Amazing. That's just really amazing. Kaya parang as a puppy pa lang kikita ko, ah, magiging medyo red, golden ka, or ganito yung mga end colors mo. And whether that's a husky, to, 
Except na lang, syempre, if you have a Labrador na black niya. <laughs> it's not gonna go white. Okay, black pa rin yan. Pero yung nga, um, nagbabago sila. Such a small creature eventually grows up to be a 50-pound dog that is humping, that is trying to jump up on you. And mahirap talaga. Gano kahirap? Well, we are already professionals and ayaw namin yan. Okay? Ayaw namin na meron ng dadamba ng aso. Meron din, ayaw din naman namin yung mga aso na maiingay. Okay? Or meron separation anxiety. Kaya bata pa lang tinitrain na namin. And of course, breeding. We coordinate with our breeder. Shout out to Diana, Chua, and uh, Paolo Acero who is just tuning in. And Chacha Bautista Manuel, thank you for uh, tuning in to the podcast as well. Okay? So, yun yung mga, ano, yun yung mga consideration. So, I think dito, it could be, ano, um, genetics. Pero ang nangyari talaga dito sa plagay ko, the dogs are trying to get to know each other. And tung tung dog lang natin, mas mataas lang yung resource guarding behavior niya. And syempre, kailangan mong i-train silang lahat. Okay? Itong dog natin na Puggle, uh, I think it's a good mix. Though I'm not supporting it, pero ano, uh, maganda yung ugali ng pug, beagle, uh, makulit. So that's the mix that you're gonna get. Okay? Merong comment si Diana Chua. And again, Diana, thank you so much for tuning in. Sabi niya, maybe naisip nila adding another dog would help stabilize the other dogs. That is what happened to us. Buti na lang second dog is not crazy. Okay. That's a good point uh, being raised by Diana. And um, unfortunately, ito, yung common mistake na nangyayari. Ay, ang kulit-kulit po ng dog ko. Maybe if I get another dog, meron siyang kalaro. And magiging stable na yung behavior. Uh, instead na i-focus niya sa amin yung pangangat niya o yung nipping niya, yun sa puppy niya na lang, Uh, if a focus yon and everything would be okay, they can tire each other out. Hindi po ganun ang nangyayari. Dinodoblin nyo lang yung problema kasi you just got another dog that you have to deal with. So, my advice is to spread it out. Doon nagsisimula yan. Okay? Pero, anong gagawin ko if I have these dogs? Ang gagawin ko, titrain ko sila. Okay, and then wait for them. All three of dogs, ha? all the three dogs, ha? hindi pwedeng isa lang. Tatlo yung aso mo, tapos may problema yung isa, check mo rin kung may problema yung pangalawa yung pangatlo. Usually, tatlo dapat ang itetrain mo. Hindi pwedeng isa lang. Kawawa naman yung dalawa. Or minsan, natrain mo nga yung isang dog na pinatrain mo, yung dalawa hindi mo na pinatrain kasi sabi, sa, sa, sabi mo, um, hindi naman kailangan, wala naman problema. Ito lang naman isa yung nagigipag-away. Well, from our experience, usually dapat tatlo. Hindi pwedeng isa lang. Okay? Ganun talaga. Alright. So, um, shout out to uh, Jewayne Rose Marquez. I hope I pronounced your name right. Thank you for tuning in. Kate Hubaheb Tan, hello. And Angelica DB, thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. I hope you all are doing great and keeping safe. And I hope your dogs are uh, are healthy. Okay? Kasi mahirap magdala ng dog sa vet ngayon. 
Okay? Mahaba po yung pila. And of course, our uh, vets are also trying to keep safe. So as far as I know, most vets are on appointment basis then. Kaya mahirap din yung magkaroon ng emergency kasi medyo mahirap talaga na pumunta dun sa vet and then uh, yun appointments. Okay? So let's just try our best to keep our dogs safe. Okay? Um, Meron pang ulit na comment si Diana. Sabi, sabi niya dito, nagka-problema nga yung second dog. Naging mas wary sa other dogs. Yes. Ganyan talaga yung nangyayari. Kung hindi natututukan yun, yung mga aso. Okay? Dalawa yan. And let me just share to you, um, how many dogs do we have in our pack? Uh, we have seven, pero it was just really recently na parang we have officially adopted uh, our long-term uh, borrowed dog. Okay? Si Mundo, ano siya? Halos same age niya. Pero, ano, parang eight na dogs namin. Okay? Pero, if you're going to really follow kung paano namin in-spread yung dogs namin. We have Sophie, the eldest, at 11. We have uh, QB at 8. Uh, and then we have, before we had ano eh, um, Ino and Poe, which is Serena's dad, pero they moved on and passed uh, uh, and crossed the Rainbow Bridge. Pero sa ngayon, si Serena at 7, We have Stark at uh, six, okay, and then we have Skit and Sugar at five, followed by. No, no, no. Mas matanda pala si Skit at Sugar, followed by Stark, and then our youngest now is Stella at two. Si Mundo, I think nasa ano siya, same age niya si Serena, so I think uh, mga six years old na atasya. Okay, so we have eight dogs. Pero nakaspread out yan. Tapos hindi ko ginagawa na parang lahat lalaki. Tapos okay naman lahat babae. Kailangan even out yan. Eh. Mas, at least yun yung preference ko. Mas gusto ko na mas marami yung babae kesa dun sa lalaki. Okay, kasi kung puro lalaki, tapos you do not get them neutered. Can you just imagine the dogs? Parang if you have all seven dogs or eight dogs or kung ilan man yung aso mo, they are all raising their leg and then peeing and marking all over kasi that's just what male dogs do. At hindi naman ibig sabihin, the females won't do that as well, pero magkakaroon ng uh, ano eh, uh, unbalance doon sa hormones tsaka testosterone or the, doon sa dynamics nyo doon sa pack. Kaya mas maganda talaga Uh, at least, para sa akin, mas gusto ko mas marami babae, pero hindi puro babae. Meron pa din lalaki. Okay? So, ganun po. Ganun yung dynamics namin. Okay? And, uh, ayan, sabi ni, ano, ni Ayan, uh, or Irene, sabi niya dito, Stark is turning four. Four years old pala. Ayan. <laughs> okay? Tapos, uh, rule of thumb is, pag stable na yung first dog, pwede na mag-adapt ulit. Correct. Pag stable na, usually nagiging stable po ang dog. Kung small dog yan, they become stable around one to two. Okay? Pag big dog, they start to stabilize their behavior at around, starting at two years old, up. 
Okay? Pero ayaw nyo rin naman masyadong malayo yun age gap. Na parang you have a super old dog tapos you bring in a super hyper puppy. Ang mangyayari niyan, ano eh, low energy na old dog tapos you have a dog, a puppy who just is trying to find its way and uh, trying to see and understand how the world works. So, how do puppies deal with it? They play. So, ayaw nang magipaglaro ng puppy sa older dog. So, parang lolo, tapos uh, teenager, parang ano yan, uh, nagkakaroon na sila ng mismatch. Okay. So, pag sinabi kong lolo, these are dogs that are under geriatric care already. Okay? Usually, pag sinabi natin mga Nine, ten, yeah, like Sophie, eleven. So we love her so much. She is, she is still a, a baby in our eyes. Pero she is a, a lola in the dog world already. Okay. Before we proceed, it would be great if you guys also check out the other shows from the network. Yo, what's up? This is Real Talk Darbs. Join me as we talk about life, love, relationships, and hear me drop wisdom bombs on every talk. Do check me out in Wisdom Bars with Real Talk Darbs Podcast. That's Wisdom Bars with Real Talk Darbs Podcast, now part of Podcast Network Asia. Check me out. Yalla bye! Ayan. So thank you so much for everybody who is a staying with us and joining us on this wonderful uh, a- episode of The Dog Behind the Human. And let's move on with our next case, shall we? Pero, hey, if you have questions, please let me know. We'll read them out and I'll answer your questions on air live. Okay, ayan. Ito, let's check out... Sino ba? Sino ba ang gusto natin dito? Siberian Husky. Ito, street dog. Okay? Yan. So, we have a street dog. Tapos, or an Aspen. Uh, approximately six months. And our Aspen is male. Tapos, ito, medyo marami-rami. Okay. Sige, basahin na lang natin. He's generally well-behaved, friendly, and really energetic. Our main problem is the lack of restraint, especially with food. We recently learned that we weren't supposed to feed him whenever he begs for food. So we're trying to set up a schedule, which is correct. Okay, We also have a few cats in the house, and he used to play with them, but cats... Our cats, and he grew to about 12 kilos in the span of four months. That became a problem because cats are small. We <laughs> thank you for it. <laughs> yeah, we do understand that cats are small, pero meron din mga cats to big, <laughs> malalaki. Okay, we have considered adopting another puppy to make him stop annoying the cats. Ah, uh-uh, we just talked about it, kanina. And fortunately, there was a set of puppies that needed new homes. Now, the puppy is here. He gets kind of uh, aggressive with foods 
with food and toys, but mostly food. He wasn't happy about it for the week, but I think he's getting used to it now. They play fight a lot and seem to be doing fine. It's just that when it comes to food, that we that he gets really pushy. They have separate food bowls, and the new puppy will eat anything for now. But our dog is picky. Yeah, the older dog's picky. We have tried giving him dry dog food. This worked. For about a day until he just stopped eating and waited at the table for scraps. Open parenthesis. We used to do this until I read that this is not the proper way. Again, which is correct. And then the next feeding time, when the second puppy started eating the kibble, he shoves his head into the bowl to claim it as his. Hmm. Re- classic resource guarding. He digs a lot more on the garden compared to before. Open close parentheses. But we're also guessing that this is the combined effort of both dogs. Good. The area was fenced, but now he pees anywhere in the surrounding area and occasionally inside. I tried pee. I tried the peeing mat with a spray. But it never stuck, as well as catching him on the act and then leading him to an area. Mm-hmm. It's only been two weeks, so maybe it is just adjustment period uh, with the new puppy. I think I taught him how to sit and lay down so far, but will but he will seldom do that unless treats or food is involved. Okay, sige. Yan yon kaso niya. Huh. Ito yung kadalasan problema then if you get a street dog or an Aspen. Or let's say, let's just say rescue. Okay, you never really know what you're gonna get. Okay, it's not really a box of chocolate. It's uh, a box of uh, surprises. Okay, kasi... Uh, maybe, ano eh, parang you're rolling the dice here. Hindi mo alam kung good behavior yung lalabas as the dog ages or baka meron siyang natatagong trauma and then eventually the dog will just become very scared or eventually aggressive or if you're going to go with the Disneyland fairy tale, uh, super galing pala ng aso. Pero chances are, meron yan trauma. If it's a street dog, chances are, meron yan trauma. One, hindi sila sanay sa home living. Kasi it's a street dog. Okay? And then, minsan sinasabi, oh, we would like to rehome this dog or parang give this dog a better life. Yes. Okay? We want that. Pero kung ganong kabilis din naman yung pag-transition nyo from the off the streets as bilang nyo pwersa yung aso dun sa bahay without proper introductions or parang Uh, training, uh, the dog just becomes uh, a taking time bomb. Okay? Pero yun dun sa mga nabasa natin, ang daming problema, no? Uh, unang-una, kumuha na ulit ng isa pang puppy. Even though you have an existing dog that has issues. And the worst thing here is you 
have a rescue na hindi mo pa nasosolve. So, dapat talaga sigurong ginagawa natin is we make sure that we fix the older dog before we get a new puppy. Kasi, ayun nga, it doesn't really do well. The dynamics is not really ideal. Okay? So, tapos yun ang nangyari because our Aspen or our rescue dog, kasi hindi niya naman talaga sinabing Aspen eh. No? Sinabi niya lang street dog. So, I'm just assuming it's an Aspen. Pero nangyari kasi, um, because this dog was taken off from the streets, eh, parang ano ba yung life sa streets? Diba? Survival of the fittest. Sinabi nga ni Charles Darwin. Survival of the fittest. Okay? So, ano nangyayari dyan? If I was a street dog and I'm hungry, I will try to find food for me to survive. And the best way for me to find food is to scavenge. And that's another tip or trivia, okay? Dogs are not predators. They have hunting abilities. They will not uh, hunt for food, okay? Because they're not really predators. They are more of a scavenger. Tapos four months, malit pa to eh. Okay? So, four months, this dog won't be able to hunt anyway. Okay? So, I will try to scavenge for food. Tapos kung meron biglang kukuha ng food, okay, I will try to protect that with my life. Okay? Even to a point that I will be aggressive or I will be resource guardive. And I think that's what's going on here. Okay? Shout out to Marie Santiago. Uh, we'll be with you in a moment. Sagutin lang muna natin tong tanong na to. And I'll answer your question. Okay? So, yun ang talaga dito na parang this dog is trying to intercept or try to claim the food bowl even though the food is not his. It's a classic example of the dog showing resource guarding behavior or resource guarding behavior. Okay? Not necessarily aggressive, pero the dog is just trying to protect what he thinks is his. Kasi that's the life in the streets. Okay. If you're a street dog, it's either you, parang it's do or die. You either protect your food or you die out of hunger. So, which is really sad if you think about it. And I admire our uh, pet parent because she's doing the right thing of rescuing. Pero mali lang yung execution ng konte, kasi dapat sinulbuna natin yun existing issue rather than getting another dog. Pero again, you're you have the good heart. Okay, you have a good heart. You're doing the right thing. Pero ang kailangan talaga dito is professional training na talaga, so we can monitor the progression of uh, the dog's behavior and the rehabilitation. Ganun yan. Okay? So, behavior adjustment training to. Medyo matagal to, depending on how ready the dog is to learn. Adjusting to a new uh, family, living with a human, kasi before, wala eh. Okay? And then, all of a sudden, biglang living with another dog. 
So, it's hard. And meron ako mga i- alam na mga ibang rescue uh, organizations na minsan m- ano eh, hirap sabihin. Minsan, sinasabi nila dapat wala kang existing dog. Medyo mahirap yun, no? If you're a dog lover. Kasi sigurado meron ka ng existing dog. Pero ganun talaga. Okay? Kaya mas maganda, uh, again, paulit-ulit kung sasabihin sa ating program, adopt at least one. Yun yun, guys. Do not just adopt. Parang adopt, don't shop. That's a tall order. Okay? You have to understand that breeding dogs um, is an industry and kailangan natin yan to preserve our bloodlines. Ang problema is you overbred tapos you're not really doing it the right way. Then you're just ruining the dogs. Um, kailangan natin dyan is education ng public. And then um, let's stop the overpopulation. Ganun yan. And then the breeders play a big role on that. And then uh, education then with our pet parents na parang let's neuter and pain. Kailangan yan. Okay? Huwag nyo nang isipin yung parang ay, kawawa naman yung baby ko, hindi na magkakano. No. They do not know about that. They're forever innocent. Okay? When they come into season and your dog is going, uh, ano, is going to try to bear a child or not child, parang a puppy, di ba? Magbibreed sila. Okay? They do not really procreate. Okay? It's just instinct. Instinct lang sa kanila yan. Okay? I'm guessing most of the ano, listeners naman sa ating podcast are adults. Okay? That's sex. Because it's call of the wild. It's call of nature. Diba? Pero they don't think it the same way as humans. Iba yung mindset nila. Okay? So, I fully support spaying and neutering. Not at a young age, pero when your dog is already an adult. Okay? Tapos, um, it's also very important na um, you adopt at least one. I, I guess, dapat ano yan, dapat requirement na yan. If you're a real dog lover, magano ka, mag-adopt ka at least isa. Yun lang. Ang dami-dami nating pet parents sa Pilipinas. If we all adopt at least one, then we can make a significant change. Sa US, I've been reading the news, most of their uh, shelters na empty. Okay? Parang first time ata, parang in, in decades or years, na parang na-empty yung kennel nila because people are adopting pets. Which is good. I hope walang babalik doon. Alright? So... Ang kailangan natin to resolve this kind of issues is to try to train the dogs to live together. It will take a while and um, you just have to hang in there. We have to use a lot of desensitization. We need to make sure that they learn to coexist with one another. All right? There you go. So, go on to our comments. Uh, Diana Chua says, if you adopt a stray dog, should you get him or her trained first prior to introducing to your existing dogs? Good question. Before you get 
a new dog or a stray dog or you rescue, have a professional check muna to observe. Or kahit na kayo, you can do this naman on your own. Eh. Observe nyo muna, kamusta ba yung ugali ng stray dog na to with your existing dog? Okay? Okay ba sila? Do you think they will get along? Kung sa umpisa pa lang, nagkakaroon na ng problema, then find professional help. Makikita nyo naman yun eh. I'm not saying na parang pagsamahin nyo kaagad, okay? Kailangan unti-unti. Kasi maybe the stray dog or the um, the rescue dog is okay with other dogs. Pero yung existing dog mo naman na nasa bahay nyo becomes territorial. So you just have to really try to find the balance kung ano yun mag-fit doon sa dalawang dog. Of course, training still helps. Okay? And yung training natin, what we recommend is a more positive way of training dogs. Thank you so much for that question. All right. Ito kanina. I hope you're still uh, watching and listening to the live stream. But uh, guys, you are still listening to the Dog Behind the Human podcast. Okay, with me, your host, Dog Coach Francis. And we are answering questions that were sent to us through Instagram, our Facebook pages, on Twitter, and also email. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask, okay, and uh, like to be discussed here in the program, just send it to us. If you would like to enroll for one of our training programs, you can send us an email, okay? Or send us a message on Instagram uh, or on our Facebook page so we can direct you to our um, inquiry form. And then that's where we try to sort everything out and make sure na parang you are registered. Okay? Kasi we are swamped with a lot of uh, inquiries. So we try to filter um, as much as possible yung talagang mga kaso na kailangan. Okay? We're trying to avoid trolls. Mayroon kasi minsan mga troll. Alright, so let's move on to the question from... Marie Santiago Makasait. She says, Hi, my 10-month-old Bishon likes to chew on wood. He chews on our bedpost, couch arm rests, chairs, etc. Tried so many chew toys already, but he still seems fixated on wood. Uh, huh, ano bang gagawin? Tenga. Let me just try to take that all in. Uh, Bishon, 10 months. Okay. Sige. Unang-una, Bishon at 10 months. Um, papi pa ito. Or you would say parang teenager na. Okay. Now, chewing wood kasi is really good for for puppies. Parang it's soft. Um, it relieves gum irritation for puppies. Kasi they're growing their teeth eh. Ang nangyari dito, rather than correcting the behavior, na-encourage natin. Okay? So, usually we teach a dog, leave it. Okay? And then we teach them ano yung mga bagay na pwedeng muyain or that they can chew on. 
and then what are the things that they are not supposed to chew on. So if your dog is now trying to chew on wood, he has uh, probably, well, hindi naman sinabi kung female or male, no? pero your Bishon has made an association that I'm allowed to probably chew on wood. Okay, so, and then naging favorite na niya. So it has become a learned behavior. So what do we do? I would suggest you go to YouTube and then look for our tutorial for how to teach a dog leave it. And then you have to teach your dog leave it. We usually start teaching leave it with food, eventually toys. And then once your dog has a good mastery of it, we teach to ignore things that they would normally chew on. Like your furniture, meron kilala um, English bulldog, favorite niyang chew is wire. Pati mga sockets. And I'm just amazed, buti hindi siya nakukuryente. Pero I think nasiswertihan niya lang naka-unplug yung mga wire. Okay? Pero ano yun, nanlilisik yung mata niya. Uh, every time na makikita niya. And I think we were able to successfully train that dog naman. So, good job for us. And uh, congratulations dun sa pet parents because ano, um, do it on our own, they also have to do their fair share in trying to resolve that issue. So there you go, Marie. Um, teacher dog, leave it muna. Follow our guide on our YouTube channel. How to teach your dog, leave it to dog coach Francis. Search again. All right. So... Uh, shout out to Marilu Mariano or Kia. Thank you so much for watching. Stephanie Lorenzo, hello. Uh, and Reneline Kalaikai, hello to you ladies. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Okay. So let's try to answer a few more before we end the uh, Ask Dog Coach. So, next question. Hanap tayo na medyo maganda-ganda. Yung medyo exciting na ano, na case. Alright. So, hanap tayo na medyo maganda-ganda ano. So far, di ba napansin nyo yung mga nabasa ko? Um, aggression. Guys, it's not fun training dogs who has aggression cases or dogs that are fearful. It's actually very, very stressful. And um, yes, we can train your dogs to be better. Aggressive dogs, reactive dogs. Kaya namin isolvian, pero it takes so much energy. And it will incur cost. So, mas maganda, you start young. And you um, choose a right, the, bright, the, the right breeder for you. And then choose the right dog. Okay? Baka naman yung lifestyle nyo hindi akma doon sa needs ng dogs. And that's what's gonna happen. You'll have dogs that will have issues and you will have issues. And we don't want that. Okay? Hanap tayo. Hanap tayo. Uh, okay. Sige. Ito, very simple lang. Ah, ito. I think naging studyante ko to dati. Sige. Pero, uh, we have a 10-month male dog and ang breed niya is Kishond. 
Yan. Kishan small dog to. Okay. Uh, well, not really small, pero more on medium size uh, dog siya. So, na-train ko na to eh. Pero ang problem niya dito is, he is super playful and likes to hump. Okay. So, most male dogs will hump. And then, normal lang tong humping behavior for most dogs kasi, well, if they get over uh, excited, yan yung nagiging way nila to release that excitability is to hump. Uh, minsan, it's not really sexual in, behavior, in, ano, in nature. It's very sexual uh, kasi they are teenagers. Pero ito nga, um, if you think about it, 10 months, that's Kishan. Ano to eh, parang nasa teenager stage siya. So normal lang yung humping. And what do we do, coach? Alright. One, you discourage that. Okay? Do not allow your dog or give your dog an opportunity to to hump. Uh, ginagamit natin dito is we try to put the dog on a leash and a collar inside the home. Okay? Or collar on a leash. Pero yung leash, hindi siya yung regular na walking leash natin. Gumagamit tayo ng mga one to two feet na leash, what we call a house leash, at gamit-gamit niya yung palagi, or suit-suit niya palagi inside the home. It's a one to two feet uh, leash, para, and without the handle, ha? without the handle, para kung pumunta man siya sa ilalim ng furnitures, hindi siya sasabit, and walang matutumbang mga furnitures. Safe yung bahay, safe yung dog, safe kayo. Okay? Pero what's the purpose of that? So every time the dog would try to hump, you can grab the leash or the house leash and then pull the dog away and discourage that behavior. Okay? Uh, some dogs outgrow their humping behavior. Parang nipping. Meron namang mga iba, it just becomes a habit. So you just need to be very careful. Try to uh, prevent the dog from humping in the first place. All right? So, yan. Yan yung mga, ano, mga ilang tanong na nakukuha natin. I hope uh, you're learning something new tonight. Eh, huh. Sige, gusto ko pang sumagot ng isa pa. Isang mahaba, and then we'll call it. We'll call it a day. Random lang to. Oh. So, tumitingin lang ako mga... Uh, Okay, gusto ko siguro ano, tumingin ako sa titingin ako sa Instagram. Meron kasi mga ibang question from our Instagram. Medyo ang dami nga lang minsan natatabunan ako. Okay, sige ito. May kli lang to. We have a 5-month male Pomeranian. Okay? Again, di ko sinasabi yung mga pangalan para ano, anonymous pa rin yung mga information, data privacy tayo. Pero ang dinidisclose lang natin dito is yung mga case, yung dog, yung breed, and yung pinakakaso. My dog recently started biting and eating everything. Yun lang. Yun lang yung sinulat niya. Huh. So, Pomeranian. Teka. 
Tama ba yung binabasa ko? Five years old. Tapos, my dog recently started biting and eating everything. Okay. Medyo kulang yung information and I would like to um, get more information. Bakit ganito? Pero, um, from the limited information that I got, ang nangyayari dito is, it could be a medical problem. Okay. We will not really try to resolve this issue without trying to make sure that the dog is healthy in the first place. Importante muna na i-check natin na medically sound ang dog kasi hindi nagbabago yung ugali ng aso overnight. They just don't change their behavior overnight. Not even just, ano eh, parang a few days. Eh. It might be a medical condition. Yung biting, ano bang binabite niya? Is the dog biting people, biting another dog, o kaya naman uh, biting furnitures. Pero sinabi niya, eating everything. So, baka nagngangat-ngat siya all of a sudden. So, chances are it could be a medical condition. Pero, yun eh. Yun ang pumapasok sa isip ko sa ngayon. No? So, if there's a sudden change in your dog's behavior, chances are it's a medical condition. And you have to go see your vet right away. Wag kayo magtatanong sa mga forums, forums ng ibang nababasa natin sa Facebook, ha? Kasi I've been reading a lot and seeing some of the posts. And minsan, ano na lang eh, uh, I don't even want to react anymore doon sa mga advice na nakukuha nila from... Uh, from other pet parents. So, the same way kung meron kayong problema, you feel something with your own health, don't ask your neighbor, don't ask your friends, go see a doctor. Okay? So, if you have issues with your dog, it's best that you consult with your vet. And then you consult with us. We, you consult with the dog behavior professional. Okay? Um... So yan, I think it's a medical condition. Go see your vet muna. And then, if it uh, still not resolved, then you go to us. And then we ask a few more questions. So we really get to the bottom of this. Guys, we are going on live every Sunday at 5. Pero we're thinking if we're going to adjust the, the date. Pero if you have questions, please send that over to our social media pages and then we will be reading them on I know, uh, our Ask Dog Coach episodes. Okay? And now for the Barking News. Couple reunites with missing dog hours after it is ejected from a car window during a crash. Walkies could become the law for German dog owners. And for the details, originally posted on edition.cnn.com, couple reunites with missing dog hours after it is ejected from a car window during a crash. 
For Stephanie and Dwayne Lindsay, August 1st started out as a perfect day, filled with clam digging and playing at the beach with their three-year-old dog, Rue. But the day turned into one of their worst after a crash, left the couple injured and Rue missing. As Stephanie, 32, and Dwayne, 29, were coming back from El Dorado Hills in El Dorado County, California. After spending the day at Bodega Bay, another driver rammed into them at 65 miles per hour on the highway, causing their car to flip, ultimately landing upright. They realized that the rear window had been blown out, and the most awful thoughts flooded their minds. While bleeding, Duane dropped to the ground, crawling on his knees to look for Rue. Stephanie called 911 and looked for a towel for her husband's bleeding head. Then she also started looking for their dog on the road and in the nearby grass, even if it ended up being her lifeless body. As emergency personnel arrived on scene, they insisted that Duane go to the hospital as he needed urgent medical attention. Firefighters and highway patrol scanned the area with thermal sensors but found nothing. So they promised the couple that they could keep searching for Rue while they got checked up at the hospital. At the hospital, Duane was found to have a cut on the back of his head and a fractured sternum. Stephanie was seemingly okay, so she didn't need to be admitted. Unable to stay by her husband's side at the hospital due to the COVID-19 pandemic, she went back to the crash site with her parents to look for Rue. In the morning, the couple took to Facebook and joined all the community and animal rescue groups in Solano County that they could find. They posted details about Rue and asked if anybody had seen her. The post garnered over a thousand likes and hundreds of shares, according to Duane. On the ground, kind strangers joined the search as well as countless family members and friends. Even the homeless communities along the freeways and waterways were a huge help, Stephanie said. In the end, 14 hours after the crash, it was a tip that someone posted on Facebook that led them to a neighborhood three miles away from the crash site. Rue was sitting under a tree in a cul-de-sac, looking just perfectly content. I lost it, Stephanie said. I fell to my knees in the middle of the cul-de-sac, wailing for her. It took her a couple of seconds to register who I was, but once she did, she just comes running to me. Rue had suffered a bit of a road rash, soft tissue damage, and trauma. But considering that she was thrown out of the back of the window of a moving car, her parents said they couldn't be more grateful to have her back. It's hard to imagine what life would be without her. Luckily, we don't have to think about that for a very long time, Stephanie said. In another news posted on BBC.com, walkies could become the law for German dog owners. Taking your dog for walks twice a day for at least an hour in total could soon become the law in Germany. 
There could also be a ban on keeping dogs chained for long periods. Rules are also being devised to crack down on puppy farms by banning breeders from looking after more than three litters at one time. Pets are not cuddly toys. Their needs have to be taken into account, Agriculture Minister Julia Klockner said about the planned changes. Under the planned rules, dog owners will have to take their dogs for walks twice a day for a minimum of one hour in total. They will not be allowed to keep their dogs chained for long periods of time. They will also not be allowed to leave dogs alone the whole day. Breeders, on the other hand, will be restricted to looking after a minimum of three litters and puppies that will have to spend a minimum of four hours a day with human company to ensure they get socialized. A draft of the new regulations has already been drawn up and could become law early next year. If passed, it will be up to the German states to enforce it. And that's it for the Barking News. See you next time. Actually, my dog, I think, is the only person who consistently loves me all the time. And that's it for today's episode. Please don't forget to follow us on our social media pages like Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search for Dog Coach Francis on those three platforms. Aside from Spotify, you can also catch the dog behind the human on other audio streaming platforms like Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Again, this has been your host, Dog Coach Francis, and like I always say, keep healthy, keep safe, and don't forget to pet your dog. <laughs>